The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. If you'd like to join in, we'll begin with a chant this morning on page 30. <clears throat> this is the chant that we do every morning here at Common Ground during the morning open sitting time. And it's actually the most common way the Buddha taught the meditative practice of loving-kindness and compassion, equanimity, and appreciative joy, or here it's translated as gladness. It's really, it's actually kind of a confidence move where we sense the capacity of our own heart, however feeble it might feel in any moment of our life, but just recognizing that capacity to feel and experience kindness in this direction, that direction, behind, above, below, everywhere, in all ways, to all folks, right? Otherwise, in a way, we're trapped in our idea of you know, resentment, our ideas of separation, putting others in another place. So even as we chant this, just have that sense curiosity really about the potential at this time with this heart to actually tune into or experience a sense of that boundless goodness of the heart. So it's not about being sentimental or idealistic or about projecting like I should be able to love all beings unconditionally or I'm bad, right? Because that's like that setup, that's just the opposite direction, it kind of, it always involves, ends up involving judgment. We're just curious, like, is there a basic goodness, this, or you could, maybe a better way of saying that, a basic capacity of the heart to be inclusive in a way that's kind and compassionate and appreciative and equanimous? Is there? now? And if so, can the awareness, the attention, attune, be interested in that? Does it mean the mean-spirited mark or the grumpy mark or the needy mark or all these other patterns that make up my personality? Does it mean they're not there, but I'm choosing, in this moment at least, not to pay attention because instead I'm paying attention to the quality that have this boundless, trustworthy goodness to them, like kindness. And so this is a good, not that you have to memorize it word for word, but just this, some of the general sense of these phrases that get repeated for each of these four good qualities of the heart, beautiful emotions. It's kind of nice, again, as a kind of confidence move. This heart is capable of relating with kindness. So is it capable, is that potential here and now? Or is it somehow like that doesn't exist as a possibility here and now? And we can check it out. So if you just walked in, we're on page 30. Let's do this chant together. Now let us make the four boundless qualities shine forth. I will abide pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with kindness. 
kindness, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with loving-kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill-will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with compassion, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with compassion, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with gladness, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with gladness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, and without ill will, I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with equanimity, likewise, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued, equanimity, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, 
without hostility and without ill will. We settle into comfortable posture, willing to listen to the body and make adjustments as needed. Appreciating the stability of the sitting posture, this body's capacity to relax. And to sit in a way that supports clarity of mind. This fearless presence, this willingness to be right in the middle, awake, alert, curious, open hearted. And without even trying, just noticing the very simple truth, this quality of space, the space of the present moment. It may be especially apparent as you notice the experience of hearing. So hearing and also recognizing that all of these sounds are being heard here and now, the space of the present moment. No need to think about the sounds being heard or even picture them. Instead, if you can, intuit this space of the present moment. So in a sense, there is the activity, the activity of sounds, for example, and the space in which all that activity is happening. And also noticing the vast space of the body, the great ocean of sensation coming and going, moving. Just like the space of hearing, there's the space of sensations being known. So there's the activity of sensation coming and going, the activity of sound coming and going. Also the activity of seeing, whether the eyes are gently open or gently closed.
So in this particular approach to meditation, we're not focusing on the particular sounds or the particular sensations in the body, the particular mental images, mental thoughts, particular visual experiences. But instead, we're learning to rest, learning to trust the sense of the space in which all this activity is coming and going and being known. And the interesting thing about the space of the present moment is how it is naturally infused with awareness. For example, just noticing that there's no space, there's no place here in the present moment that isn't also infused with awareness. Of course, there are many, many objects of experience being known here in the present moment. Sounds, sensations, thoughts. And in an interesting way, all of that activity becomes more free, more light. more easeful, the more the mind trusts this open, boundless space of awareness. We're not making this space of awareness special. We're just noticing it as it is. Isn't it amazing, for example, that whatever phenomenon, whatever object of experience shows up in the space, that it's effortlessly known. Oh, it's like this. This sound is being heard. This sensation is being felt. This thought is being recognized as just a thought. And you'll find by training the body and the mind to relax, you'll find that all this happens without any volitional effort on your part. The knowing, the awareness of these objects is just second nature to the mind. It just happens. And we're learning to hang out. We're learning to rest in the space of knowing, the space of awareness, the space of the mind that knows what's coming and going. 
And you'll find that the space is a space of non-judgment. You could call it love if you want. But it's the absence of ill will, the absence of judgment, the absence of needing to control. And of course, if any of these qualities do show up, like fear or aversion or control, then then that can just be something moving in this open space of awareness, just another thing being known. Not really a problem. Something that comes and then goes. Not actually intrinsic to the mind, not who I am. So in later commentaries on the Buddhist teachings, there are phrases something like, anger is, but no angry person is found. And this is true with all the different qualities, beautiful qualities, unwholesome qualities. They arise and are being known. So with this practice, it's an all-embracing, all-inclusive awareness. Everything's allowed to arise, be known, and then to pass away. In other words, we're learning to trust this more subtle nature of the mind, this more subtle nature of the heart. and to notice the liberating qualities of paying attention in this way.
But do your best to keep returning to this simple theme of noticing the space of the present moment. So this instruction is pointing to something very straightforward. It's not philosophical. So we're noticing our immediate subjective experience of the mind, like what's actually being noticed here and now. The space, the sense of space, and how that space is really the same as awareness. There's no part of the space where there isn't awareness. And in that space, different experiences arise and are known, and then they pass away. Sounds and sights and sensations and thoughts, feeling, emotion. And so the practice is keeping the sense of space, the nature of the mind, the space of the mind, keeping it in mind, not forgetting. That's the practice. It's really simple. Of course, we will forget, get lost in thought, but then we begin again when we remember.
over and over again, recognize that when the mind and body is invited to relax, awareness is already there, the space of the mind that knows is already here. And in that space, objects are already being known. So just recognize this activity. And recognize this activity of knowing in a way that emphasizes the space in which this knowing is happening. And even if the space, the space of the heart, the space of the mind feels tight or neurotic, self-conscious or whatever, that tone, that attitude can also be noticed. Oh, that's just another thing being known here and now. Just another phenomena that comes and goes. No problem, no matter what the attitude might be right now. No problem, it's just this attitude being known. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.